Welcome to episode 18. I gotta warn you, the first topic is a doozy, something you don't want to miss. Welcome back to the podcast, hot mess to great success. A little bit of private inspiration to organize pieces of your personal and professional life. Now here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Jennifer Gardella. That was quite an intro, wasn't it? I gotta say this first topic is one that I am shocked I have to share with you. It happened recently in my business and it was incredibly disappointing to me. The topic is what happens when an idol disappoints you. Today we're also going to talk about not having an escape route for your business. And lastly, I'm gonna share with you my experience with Sci Seminars out in California. So let's get to it. What happens when an idol disappoints you? So there is someone, she actually uh, at least used to live locally here in the Bucks County area of Pennsylvania. And I met her a couple times. She was a rising star in the world of digital marketing. She was very good friends with someone that I admire. And she was a networking buddy that I would see around every now and again. I recently started the ClickFunnels uh, program. I've drank the ClickFunnels Kool-Aid only to learn, which was ridiculous, I thought at the time, because I'd kind of lost touch with this woman, that she was one of the biggest and most profitable ClickFunnels members of all time. She has been regarded as one of the gurus of funnel building in what she does, and she's made a fortune. She's in their Million Dollar Club. It was really impressive. And when I first joined ClickFunnels and saw her in the ClickFunnels books and being highlighted on the stage and in the club, I was like, wow, this is great. She, you know, she's someone that I've admired and known for a long time. So immediately I realized that she, as I started to track her around the internet, that she was offering a program. So I'm going to mask the details so that you really can't figure out who she is, but she was offering a very low price program uh, in her area of expertise. Uh, it was under $100 and I thought, wow, this is fantastic. I'll not only get to see the way that she treats customers and runs her programs, but I'll get a behind the scenes look at ClickFunnels, right? So this is like a win-win. Now, I have to be honest with you, I was a little disappointed from the start of the program. It's low price point, which means that it the content was just videotaped at a conference that she had run. So it wasn't, I assumed since so much of her stuff is done personally, in her videos, the free videos that she offers and all the emails that she sends, I was not expecting this to be pieced together. And it was a little hard to understand because the pieces that she pulled out of her conference referenced pieces that were not included in the program that I had purchased, but no big deal. The other problem though, that um, I never was able to finish the course. Here's what happened. When I signed up for the program, I was so excited. I think it was like a 15 day program. I knew that for the last five days of the program, I was gonna be on vacation. And I figured, well, I'll still go into the program and I'll finish the content, possibly when I'm on vacation or as soon as I get back. I didn't read the fine print. It was totally my fault. What I didn't read was that the program was only going to be available for the 15 days of the course. So if at the end you didn't finish your course by that 15th day, you no longer had access to it. 
what also wound up happening to me on vacation was I came down with a really bad stomach flu. So I was non-functioning for three days of my vacation. So any plans of getting stuff done was thrown right out the window. What I did was when I got home, I immediately logged in and I was just going to finish the whole course on like date, literally on day 16 and the content wasn't there. And I reached out and they use Zendesk or something, which was, is a horrible system for the program that they're paying for because it takes 24 hours to get a response. But anyway, Zendesk let me know that the program was no longer available and I'd signed a contract or whatever. It was in the information. The other thing that I did was I asked to be bumped up. Look, this was a low price point kind of program. I was not going to pay to take it again. I was certainly disappointed that the content had been taken away, fully acknowledged that it was my fault. Um, and so I was, my email was escalated and I heard back that there was no way that I was going to be given access. What I did also do was reach out on Facebook to the actual guru herself and I said, hey, just want to let you know this is what happened. Is there anything you could do so I could finish the program? My fault. I'm really sorry. Never heard back from her. And I have heard back from her in the past when I've sent her private Facebook messages. Now, I understand she has her boundaries and I certainly have to respect that. The problem is that her boundaries included not acknowledging that I had kind of said, sorry, it was my mistake. And then she isolated herself with me in sticking to those boundaries, but those boundaries didn't require anything from her. So yeah, the program ends in 15 days, but there are so many things in the world that can go wrong in a person's life. If you write in with you know the kind of plea that I did and just wanted just open the course for me for a couple of more hours, man, that would have really turned me into a loyal follower. It would not have killed her at all to make an exception. I would have sang her praises from the rooftops without ever mentioning that she had bent the rules for me. Now, I have released her into the world with great love and respect for what she has built. The lesson that I have learned from this situation is the kind of small business owner that I do not want to be ever. I understand better than anybody that life can throw you a curveball and you may not be able to finish a course in the 15 days that you signed up for it. You may get the stomach flu. You may make a mistake and just not realize. You may forget. And I promise that I will always give my clients and customers when I have courses of my own a dose of compassion and certainly the ability to finish material that they had paid for. So my rule going forward that I have learned out of this is that it doesn't matter how big of a guru you are, you can always bend the rules for someone and it actually can lead to an amazing relationship. Now that leads me to my second topic which is not to have an escape route. I've learned that from a lot of small business owners that when their businesses aren't going well, they actually start to think about getting jobs in the real world. One of my really good friends and I have this joke that it would be much easier for us to go and be the checkout chick at Wegmans or the local food, another local food store than it is to attempt to do what we're doing. The problem is that the escape route in and of itself puts this energy out there that blocks your success. Now, this whole concept was brought to me when I attended side seminars, which I'm going to talk about also as an entire topic in this podcast. 
And the way that Sai Seminars talks about it are chicken exits. You know, when you get on a roller coaster ride and sometimes you see a sign, this is the last time to exit before you have to get on the roller coaster. Like if you change your mind and chicken out, you can go down the stairs instead of taking the ride. These chicken exits on roller coasters are actually what we put for ourselves into life. Well, if this doesn't work, I'll go get a job. Some entrepreneurs, because of their financial situation, have to go get jobs, and then that just becomes an escape route that they can't ever overcome because they're in this cycle of not then having enough time to work on their business. I've actually never had an escape route for my business. I kind of started flying the entrepreneurial plane before I had built it, and I knew that it was exactly what I wanted to do. Until recently, when an escape route presented itself. And escape routes for me are almost like that snake in the Garden of Eden. It's like this temptation that's out there, that's slithering along, promising you something amazing, but it's never really going to work out. This escape route for me is a job that may become available. It is in one of my passion areas. It is a huge nationwide position. It would allow me to help a group of people that I believe in wholeheartedly in life. Now, what I have done with that information is pocketed it. The job is actually not available. It may become available. And rather than put any energy at all into the maybe, I'm putting my energy back into my business for now. Anything can happen in the next few months or for you years. So if you have those chicken exits, if you often think, well, I'll just go get a job if my entrepreneurial journey doesn't you know, work out for me, or if you're in a job in a company and you are stuck in some way, don't have an exit plan if something doesn't work out. My, job, my advice to you is see what happens and then deal with it then. But by taking your energy and putting it into a chicken exit, you're actually causing problems for the energy in your business. Okay, the third topic that I wanted to talk to you about was Sci Seminars. Now, if you look up Sci Seminars on the internet, and you know me, I'm as honest and transparent as they come. Sci Seminars, actually, the first couple of um, Google organic results that you'll get show Sci Seminars as a cult. <laughs> it is not a cult. I have gone through three levels of their program. I've gone through basic, I've gone through their seven day, and then I've gone through their women's leadership program. The second two programs that I went through, I had to go to a ranch in California. I know what you're thinking, Jen, this sounds like a cult. Got it. Now I went because a friend of mine was entrenched in the Sci Seminars um, program at that time and really did bug me until I just signed up. And I was thrilled with the program. I see, I wasn't really raised to think for myself. I was raised in an environment of devout Catholics, real diehard Republicans, and um, my parents were pretty convincing to me and raised me to be a stay-at-home mom. I wasn't enlightened, I wasn't um, encouraged, or no one even ever talked to me about being a partner with the universe. I wasn't told about energy work or any of it. And I found it all when I went to Sci Seminars. I also, interestingly enough, wasn't raised by entrepreneurs. And over the last few years, I've entered a lot of programs in the hopes of honing my skills for my business and in my personal life. The one that I'm working through now is called Lifebook. At the end of the program, I will report into you to let you know what I think of it. But Lifebook has already made a very interesting claim to me in that 
in life, we should always be learning. Now, as you know, I was for quite some time a career student and I could be a student forever. And I've talked on this podcast before about how being a student of anything you want to learn can be dangerous if all you do is keep learning and you don't do. But Lifebook is making the argument that, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you should always be in some sort of program. And Lifebook is amazing. I mean, it's really teaching me to be grounded in who I am. Now, the other things that I uh, have learned is to have a life statement and to step back and enjoy a moment. And I started to think as I was preparing for this podcast, my gosh, this sounds a lot like Psy. Psy was an unbelievable, painful program for me to go to because it was an unraveling of the way that I was raised. And I actually went back, I still have my Psy Seminars notebook, which I do read through every once in a while. And I wanted to share with you some things that I learned because I think that as I reviewed them, they were very relatable to what's been going on in my life right now. The first is that I need to bring all of her, in parentheses, every day. Bring her every day, that best version of me and who I want to be. You see, Sai helped me shed this idea that anybody else had any right to ever tell me what I needed to be for them. It wasn't, nothing is about other people, it's about me. And your universe is all about you. The second thing that I wrote down from my notes from Sai was that you shouldn't should on other people. I thought when I heard it back in 2006 that it was such an amazing line. Don't should on yourself. Don't should on other people. Don't sit around telling people what they should be doing and don't sit around and do that for yourself. Really, again, you are who you are. Sit where you've, you are at and you've got to own it 100% of who you are. And that is something that I have really stepped into. I think I told the really famous story um, of my trip to Paris this summer with my girls where I decided that as the you know Parisians who were driving taxis or helping us at restaurants were so obnoxious to us, I was just unapologetically me. I was just the obnoxious American who didn't know the language, who just wanted was there to have a great time. I owned that. The other thing that Sai, in all three of the big programs that I went through, helped me understand was the importance of self-talk. And Michelle and Gorin, who I've mentioned before of the Center for Relaxation and Healing in Princeton, helped me unravel the concept of self-talk. And her belief is that self-talk, any thought, is an energy that goes out into the world. And what happens is you can actually create things in the world simply by thinking about them. I've had this experience on numerous occasions where I have manifested some pretty amazing things into my life, but also I can see how I also manifested some things that I did not want in my life. So many times (laughs) when you have a thought in your head, think about whether it is positive or negative and redirect yourself, talk to what you want. The other thing that I learned from Psy Seminars when I did the Women's Leadership Seminar is the concept of sitting quietly. It was just at the start of the time when I became very aware of meditation and there is a famous part of the program called Palms Together, Palms Apart. And that lesson alone really taught me how to sit even in moments of greatest struggle when my rage is building and instead of 
letting that rage out in an unproductive way to center myself. Now, I can tell you, when I think about palms together, palms apart, it brings me right back to the ranch at that very moment. It was such a powerful experience for me. And I actually met a woman uh, out there who had, she was one of the facilitators, and she had palms together, palms apart, tattooed on her finger so that she would never forget to sit quietly and to relax into a moment. Now, what's so fascinating for me is some of the things that I've struggled with over the last few years, especially in my business, were built into the Sci Seminars program. And one of them was the idea that you don't need to know every step of where something is going. I am the first one to admit, as I've just said, that I am a lifelong learner and could be a professional student. So as an example, you know, when I wanted to start setting up courses for my business, I took a course on courses. I made a list of every step. I drove myself absolutely insane thinking I needed the ideal plan. And you know what you really just need? You just need that one next step. You do absolutely not need to know where something is going because as my friend Christy Demetrakis taught me as well, your plan, everything about your plan could change if something else shifts in a different way. And that is so critical. So as I explained last week to you, there's always drama swirling around, around in my life. And I knew it walking in this door that it had actually gotten worse in these last few years. And what Psy Seminars has helped me to do through all of these steps that I just explained is to take ownership of that drama, to, not re to never, ever, ever say that I am a victim because sitting in victim can be deadly, but also to take responsibility for every step in action and sometimes just thinking in a different direction will help you. Okay, so today we talked about when an idol disappoints you. I also mentioned the concept of escape routes, don't have a chicken exit, and I shared with you some of the greater lessons that I learned uh, going through Sci Seminars. It, as always, it is my great pleasure and honor that you would choose to spend some time with me. Please check the show notes on my website, Hot Mess to Great Success, and I'll include links to everything that I talked about today. Have a great day, and I'm looking forward to your successes.